my amazing mompreneurs, welcome back to the Mompreneur Guide podcast. I am so excited because retreat season is upon us. It is crazy to think that the Connect Retreat is coming up in just two weeks. Now there is one spot left to join us at the Connect Retreat. So if you are ready to connect with yourself so that you can be the best mompreneur you can be, connect with each other so that you can link your arms and grow your businesses together, and to learn how to better connect with your community so you can become that recognized resource you know that you are meant to be, then you are going to want to join us in my hometown of Chagrin Falls, Ohio. I cannot wait to host you. Colin and I just got back from a staycation there. We literally stayed in our town because we love it so much and loved getting to walk around, see all the different shops, go in, have dinner. It is just a fabulous spot and a true place to connect. And that is why I am so excited to host you. Like I said, there's one in-person spot left, but we do have virtual tickets too. So if you can't make it, it doesn't time out right, but you want to hear what we talk about, get that in a private podcast, meet the other amazing women who will be there, and also get a one-on-one session with me, then you are going to want to snag your seat. You can head to themompreneurguide.com slash retreat to get in on all of this amazing action. Not only that though, it's not that I am just talking the talk, I am walking the walk too. So I am actually heading out next week on Friday, July 8th to Stephanie Traska's retreat, Root and Rise, and I am so excited to connect with the other mompreneurs there reconnect with myself, and just take some time away for some inward focus, which is a lot of what we talk about in Jillian's episode today. Not only will I be going away for Steph's retreat and then coming back and hosting my own, but now in August, I'm going to be going to another one of Kathy Heller's retreats as well. So I just wanted to share this with you to let you know how much I believe in the power of retreats right now. I really do feel like it is this rocket fuel that propels you forward. It gives you that space and that container to look inward and focus on yourself, not just as a mom, not just as an entrepreneur, but you as a woman. Because right now, that is what we need. We need more women out there focusing on sharing their purpose and their perspective, becoming recognized resources, and getting their voices out into the world. That's what we need for the freedom that we want. That's what we need for our family and to ripple effect this out to our kids so that they can help make changes in this world too. So retreats are just near and dear to my heart. They are what I am going all in on right at this moment. And that's why I encourage you, whether it's a retreat with me, a retreat with somebody else, but take that time to make that space for yourself so you can grow and get realigned and focused on what you need to be doing. That's a lot, again, what I was saying this whole episode is about. It is with the amazing Jillian Bolands, and she is just a light, a fire, a goddess. She is all of those things. This was such an amazing conversation, and especially one because at first it was a little foreign to me. This was recorded before I left for Kathy Heller's retreat, and so it is fun to get to listen back to these and hear what I've learned since, how it's a little less of a foreign language, but the help of these amazing women who it is just their space and all the they embody helps me raise up into that space too. So without further ado, enjoy today's episode on learning how to balance your energy. Hello, my friend. How are you? Hello, how are you? Can you hear me okay? Yes, I can. I am so excited for us to talk and I so appreciate your willingness to work with me on today. It was 
yeah, it was a crazy, exciting day. Girl, that's what we do. Yeah. <laughs> it's like legit what we do. So it's amazing. No, and I have the space. So here we are. We get to have this sacred conversation. No, I'm so, so, so excited. Um, first and foremost, how are you? How have you been? I'm great. I'm yeah. really great. Last week I was on a business um, trip retreat to the other side of the United States, which is great. And this week has been very um, it's been an integrative week for yeah. me. So I'm a generator, um, human design. So I just yep. want to like do, 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 but my body is like, uh-uh, not yet. So, and plus, I mean, like I've shared with you, I'm huge on the moon and yeah. we're just, we're still in eclipse season right now. Okay. And where we are with the moon phases in this current moment in time is a very inward phase. So mm. I'm just trying to be ultra gentle, drink all the tea, eat all the nutrients and just go slow. <laughs> I love hearing that because I feel that myself, but not, not being able to identify and I'm a manifesting generator. Mm-hmm. So I'm, yeah, I'm like, do, do, do all the time. Yeah. And then like, yeah. Yeah, I so, get it. <laughs> so many thoughts and ideas. So it's, it's great to know that I should just give uh, space has been the word that has in, been in my head nonstop. And so it's great to know that like, I can do, I should do that. I need yeah. to do that. That's the time that we're in right now. Totally. It's actually super important. And I say this all the time, like when we, when we let our cell phones get down in their battery and we plug it in, like just for a little while, sure. We may jump from like 27% to 56%, but then we've only got 56% and then it's out again. So utilizing those inward times. And I know, trust me as a generator, like I just want to go, go, go. And especially as a manifesting generator too, you're like, I have the idea. We got to go now. Um, it's tricky to navigate, but if you do allow that inward time, it actually gets you to the hundred percent. So then you can like really give a hundred percent when you're in that outward go mode. And it's, it's really delicious to know that and to feel that it is definitely a devotional practice to Mm. stick to it. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. Practice. That has been something that I've been trying to remember lately. I've been doing a ton of mindset work and just trying to remember like, okay, the first time I listened to something (laughs) and learned something, why do I think that that's all I needed? No, you have to pray. Like how I played. You're healed. You're fixed. (laughs) That was all I needed. Right. It was just the showing up and listening once. And then like, it should be ingrained in me. And then that's the perfectionist in me who is like, why don't I have this figured out yet? So I love, I love that you said practice. Okay. So for everybody listening, let's first and foremost, start. Can you share with us a little bit about who you are and what you do, the mom and the entrepreneur side? Yeah, totally. I'm Jillian Bolands. I'm a mom of three little boys. Um, at this current moment in time, I have an eight-year-old who's almost nine, um, a six-year-old whose birthday was just a few days ago. So he is officially six now and a very two-year-old, like my two-year-old is very two right now. Um, and on the entrepreneur side, I'm an intuitive life coach. I am a Reiki master of masters. I help women uncover the truth of who they are by way of learning how to feel their feels and tap into their intuition by way of connecting with cyclicality with the moon and the seasons and the zodiac and all those delicious things um, and really learning how to embody their inner magic. And my business is a joy of joys. I truly feel like it's a soul calling. I've had many iterations of entrepreneurialism. Um, and I allowed myself the, the chance to always pivot to what felt very 
the very best and like right in that moment in time. And it's led me here. And I've been here cultivating my craft, really sinking into my witchiness and my goddessiness and that knowing that it is safe to do this work. It is important to do this work in this time. And it's just been, it's been everything. And so, I mean, Megan, you know, it's crazy sometimes being a mompreneur when you've got little ones to juggle. And right now, I've got two that are in elementary school and one that's in daycare. And with my little guy, getting him, getting him into daycare was a thing for me because with my second, I never did that. So there was some mental and emotional hurdles to hop over to really soothe myself and say like, no, this is good for both of us. Um, and have that just be okay. So there's kind of a snapshot. I live in Maine. Um, my husband is here and we just, we're doing the thing. Here we go. Here we flow is kind of my mantra in all areas. I love that. I've never heard. Here we go. Here we flow. I think it is. Oh my gosh. It's so genius. And I love what you said about like, you're in this space and you know, all of the things and speaking to practice, you still have to practice it yourself. Like none of us are immune to these thoughts and like worries and just everything that we go through imposter syndrome. And this season of the podcast is all about up-leveling. And so I feel like for us women who are doing that, it can be even harder. We get even harder on ourselves. And so hearing what you're saying about all of the different things that are playing around in the background that we might not know of that give us more grace and more space and more ease, um, can really, really help us on this journey. So mm-hmm. I, yeah, I'm, I'm so excited to be talking with you, especially with Uplevel being like the essence that you're really focusing on right now for your incredible podcast, because like, I truly feel that that's where I am right now. And it's so funny. People look at entrepreneurs and they just think like, once they've got it, they've got it figured out for all time. And it's interesting because our ego gets very sneaky at coming up with different ways to take us out and make us play small and, and really have us question what we're doing and what's going on. And so I think, as you said, like being devoted to your devotional practice and taking care of yourself and not ever forgetting those basics is just primally important because ultimately the truth of who you are is always there, but she's ever evolving right along with you. So Mm -hmm. the ego is going to get tricky, but the soul knows the soul is steadfast in all that she is calling us to. So it's, it's definitely, it's got its twists and its turns, but with every moment of plateau, there is the opportunity to up level and overcoming those naysaying thoughts is a big deal every single time. I'm super curious. I I've been learning a lot about mindset work and the ego and, and trying to work through my perfectionism and all of that. And the other part of that conversation, I think that I hear a lot about is like the feminine versus the masculine. Mm -hmm. And I can just tell the way you talk that you are like, so in aligned with the feminine and obviously you need the masculine to like do stuff, but the majority of what we need is more of the feminine. So can you share with me a little bit about your mindset there or your, your journey into understanding that, especially for us who are we're brought up in the more like do 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 type of yeah. situation and haven't uncovered that for ourselves yet. I love that question so much. Yeah, <laughs> buckle up, Buttercup. Like we're going in. <laughs> so, um, I am a person who was very 
uh, masculine driven her whole life. I'm the oldest child, type A generator. Like if you give me a task, I will do it and I will do it better than what you assigned to me because I can supersede your expectations. Like that is me through and through and my whole life in different iterations of myself. And no matter what was coming at me, I knew that like I could tackle that. Um, and then I mean, fast forward a bazillion years, I got to a point where I had fallen into entrepreneurialism by way of network marketing. And it was, I mean, prime real estate for someone like that, who spoke the language of sacrifice and I'll sleep when I'm dead and go, go, go. And there was one day, um, and it brings in my, my healing journey too. um, kind of a sidebar, but it's important. I didn't have a natural period for 14 years. So our bodies are so wise and they really attune to our energy and what we believe in. So it was convenient for me for all of those years, not to have a period right. because a period meant you had to slow down. It meant you were weak. It meant you had to take time off. And I didn't have time for that. Mm-hmm. So I had my first two babies by way of the IUI process. So that's the stage right before IVF because I didn't have a period, but I didn't care why get me pregnant. Like that's again, with that very masculine go, it doesn't matter why let's just get it done. Focus and mentality. And it was after my second son was born. I remember walking into the very office that I'm in right now. My husband was in here and I looked at him and I said, I feel broken. And it was the first time I'd really come to grips with that. And now I know what that means is that I was just so out of alignment. I was functioning in this overdoing very masculine, but It's not only the masculine and the feminine, there are two aspects of those. There's the wounded and the divine. So you can, we need masculine energy. It's the yin and the yang. It's the wax and the wane. It's, it's all things in harmony. We actually need and get to utilize masculine energy, but I was in very wounded masculine. Um, And so my feminine was just totally and wounded herself. And I looked at him and I said, I, I have to figure out, which is a very masculine term, figure <laughs> out. And now it's like, now I need to allow, I need to understand. I need to come into understanding why this isn't working, why I don't have a period, why I have such resistance to flow into receiving, which is very feminine. So simultaneously, as I was going down this healing journey to um, bring about some healing to my female cycle, I started to understand different aspects of the feminine within my business as well. It wasn't so much about forcing and staying up as late as I could and waking up as early as I could. It was more about how can I flow? What feels good? Asking myself questions based on feelings, based on um, what am I willing to receive and not just what am I willing to put out and to generate and to do. And um, throughout the process of this all, I fell in love with the moon cycle because actually the moon cycle is very akin to the female cycle. Both are 28 days. This is not a coincidence. And the very shortened version of the story is that after several months of working with the moon cycle and working with naturopaths, chiropractors, pelvic floor PT, I had tools and people supporting me, but truly I really attribute it to my inward devotion to embodying the feminine getting back into cyclicality, I got a period back. So I thought that was the end of the miracle. And then just short of a year later, I found out I was pregnant with my third son. 
So like doctors telling me you'll never get pregnant by yourself. Go, go, go force, 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 do all these things. And I'm so grateful. I'm going to say this. I'm so grateful for the IUI journey. I'm so grateful that we live in a time, space and reality where I could become a mama without without my period at the time. And I hold space for every single woman who's had her own journey with fertility. It is so deep. It is so messy sometimes. And it's just, I'm just sending all of the love to all of the sacred women listening to this. Um, but really for me in my journey, it was about reconnecting with that feminine side of myself, realizing that yes, we need the masculine. I like this metaphor we need the masculine so that we have structure. We need structure because if we're just in our feminine, we'll float off to Pluto. We'll be like a dolphin, like bouncing around and just like, let's create and let's receive and let's do all those things. And that's wonderful. But in terms of living in the 3d world, we need a little bit of structure to support the feminine flow. So I've really over the past several years been focusing on, okay, where can I bring structure into my business that feels supportive so that I can create, so that I can pivot, so that I can tap into my feelings and birth from that place as opposed to, okay, what makes the most sense? This is the most logical and just getting all those things down. So I just talked a lot. What are your thoughts? Like, what's yeah, no, I'm like, I am just soaking it all in. I think it's amazing to hear. And what I wrote down was you said allow, and my word lately has been receive. I'm trying so hard to receive. And I can so see myself in what you were saying about who you used to be. And so I'm super curious to know, like, now you are like this goddess. Like I see you as like, you just are like this goddess and you're like so calm and chill. And like, I, I, in my head, I have this vision. When I think of the word receive, I have this vision of this woman. Who's just like a, like, you know, the kind of like that boho chill, like Mm -hmm. come as it may kind of a situation. And so I'm curious to know you before where you are now being that goddess, were you more of that? Like, you know, typical kind of corp, not corporate but corporate woman, like, like you were saying, boom, 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 A's plus, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. I'm curious to know, like, did you, were you still that more boho goddess that you are now or did oh, that unleash no. afterwards? <laughs> Yeah, no, no, no. Um, so before I became an entrepreneur, I actually worked in a local hospital and I mean, I was taking all the boxes. I was the youngest person ever to become a manager of not just one, but two specialty practices. I was the youngest manager and had the highest employee satisfaction scores. Like I walked around in my amazingly cute little like corporate outfits with my heels and like felt on top of the world. And my VP looked at me at one point and she was like, you could have my job in just a few years. And so I was like, I've made it. Like, that's exactly where I'm going. And it's interesting because after I had my first son, everything changed for me. And I really, I like, I had to take a hard look and just realize like, I don't actually want that. I thought I did because that's what, I don't know. I was programmed to believe was, would make me worthy. And I kind of took that upon myself and it made the best sense. Um, but no, very, I was very structured, you know, I was very focused on ticking off the box. And I will say this, 
So I love that you, that you have that vision of like that, that boho, just like super chill version of like this goddess. That's just so in receiving mode. And I'll, I'll tell you what I personally do because also I have so much fire in me. I am a Sagittarius sun. I'm an Aries moon. So like I am straight fire. And I tend to bring that a lot to my business when I'm in creation mode. Um, but the other aspect, the rising sign is water. So I've got both of those elements really deeply ingrained in me. But one of the things that I started practicing, and this might be a good visual for you, Megan, Mm -hmm. is we have, there are different goddess archetypes and we have different chakras related to different goddesses. That could be a whole podcast in and of itself. (laughs) But essentially I would focus on when I was in go mode, when I was in do mode. So like getting stuff done for my business, um, you know, ticking off boxes because we need to do that in life. I I focused on the goddess Artemis who, and you could also focus on Athena. Athena is more of that like boardroom goddess. Like Athena is mm-hmm. like the CEO. Both are warrior goddesses. Okay. Both are like akin to that masculine energy there. I mean, and I like Artemis because she's just going to run for it. She's going to go for it. She's the goddess of the moon. She's the goddess of the hunt. Like nothing's going to stop her. And when it's time for business to end, I try to step into my Aphrodite energy and Mm -hmm. Aphrodite is very sensual, all Mm -hmm. about pleasure, all about receiving. And so that was a good visual for me when I was really starting to head down this path of talking about this and embodying different aspects of myself and honoring different aspects of myself. When it was go mode, when it was work time, I became Artemis. And when it was time to go and be mama and be a wife and just chill and be a person outside of my business, I would really try to embody that Aphrodite archetype. And that was really helpful because I have a visual of what both of them look like and I'm a visual person. So if I can take that on and try to like, just breathe it in and just embody her really helps. I think that is such, such a good idea and such a good example, because as soon as you said that, I was like, oh yeah, I forgot how much I loved learning about that. And then as a total side note, it's like, oh, I wonder if I loved learning about that when we were kids, because it was like the only time you ever really learned about females who were in power and and all of that stuff. So that just took me down a whole rabbit hole, but I I, I can totally see what you're saying. And it's like, not that you're putting on suits of armor because we just want to be ourselves, but to, to think about like, who are you embodying in each moment, I think is so interesting. And I'm curious to know too, you, you mentioned self-worth and that I think is a journey we're all always on. But I know for me, as I've been uncovering this perfectionism and seeing how tied self-worth is to accomplishment and to all of those things. How did you make it through that journey? Like you said, I think we're always on that journey. And I think life will always give us the opportunity to re-engage with that knowing that we are worthy. Um, But one of the things I always say to my students, my clients, and remind myself is that we are here and we have a heartbeat. So that means we're worthy. Mm -hmm. We don't actually have to do anything. And in fact, and I use the moon as an example all the time. I have never, ever in the history of forever heard of one moon cycle, which is 28 days where the moon was like, I'm just going to stay full this whole time. 
Like she doesn't do that. She naturally waxes and wanes and goes on her orbit and does her thing. She goes through all of the zodiacs, all of the phases. She goes through eclipses. She's not asking anybody's permission. She's not trying to explain herself, nor is she trying to be something that she isn't. She simply is the moon. And so I utilize that as an example. Like, why do we think we're any different? Why do we think we can just press go? and go on forever and establish worthiness by how much we can do and how hard we can push. The moon doesn't even do that. A tree outside doesn't do that. There must be that waxing and the waning to really bring about the fullness of us. And like you said, we're not, it's not like we're turning off one side of us and turning on another, but we are multifaceted beings. And so can we learn how to love and honor all of those aspects of us and let one of those aspects shine at a time as opposed to saying, oh, no, like this version of myself or this aspect of myself is less worthy than this one. So I'm just going to stay in this lane. That would be like the moon saying, no, the full moon is way more important than the crescent moon phase. So I'm just going to stay here. And that's, mm -hmm. that's just not true. Every phase of the moon cycle is equally important just like every facet of ourselves, every ounce of who we truly are is an integral part to that wholeness. Mm -hmm. I think that's such an important point. It made me write down every phase has a purpose. Totally. And I think 100%. that that's such, such a good reminder, especially because I think as mompreneurs, especially we get caught up in the things mm -hmm. we all do. And then you worry or forget or imposter syndrome or whatever it is that comes up, but to come back to the reality of every phase has a purpose. It's a phase. We're all going through something, but we're going to come out on the other side. And there was a reason for it. I think right. is so amazing that that's what you help with in your work. As we wrap this up, I would love to hear from you a little bit more about like what's going on in your world. So I'd love to know what is that one thing that is taking up the most space on your mompreneur mind? It could be good. It could be challenging. You know, when you're thinking about your life right now for me. Uh, so the reason that I was late to this call, I was telling Jillian is because I, we went and saw a house today and it was like this crazy manifesting kind of a thing. And so like house and life and home and where's our home internally as well has been a top of my mind. I'm curious to know what's been racing through your mind lately. Yeah. Lately, well, I have two coaching programs that I just love so much and they're very different. I've got the true you school, which is where I teach about all of the things. So I teach about um, how to uncover the truth of who you are, how to feel your feels, go through inner child work. I teach about the moon cycle, the chakra system, human design, all of it. I basically teach in the true school, what took me six or seven years to learn. So it's like, if I had a one-stop shopping experience, it would have made my journey a little bit easier. So that's what I've created there. And I also have the true you tent, which is where we celebrate a lot of the natural uh, festivals and holidays that happen throughout the course of the year, we really get deep into the practice of things. So like we practice in the tent, what we learn in the school. And mm -hmm. so right now I really, I typically focus more on the true you school, but I'm giving myself a little bit of breathing room as I'm restructuring some content. And so I really am focusing in on the true you tent right now. So it's just, it's the maneuvering between the two of those, but also 
the mom side is that summer is coming. And I mean, we've been living in a world where like pivoting and shifting and kids being home and kids being in school has been something we've been practicing for a couple of years now, but it's like, okay, we are stepping into a new season. I live in Maine too. So it's like, we live here for the summers. (laughs) Like we love us a Maine summer. So how can I truly honor my heart, which is calling me to be with my kiddos in a more deeply intimate way over the past month or so I've been traveling a lot. I've just been doing a lot of personal stuff. So now I'm like, my mom heart is like, I want to be with my kids more. And so for me, it's the balance of how can I stay focused and excited about what I am launching and inviting people into and reminding people about on the business side and still like get dirty in the sand with my kiddos. So with this coming season and giving them like the space with camps and friends and stuff like that. Cause my kiddos are a little bit older now where it's like, they've got their own agendas sometimes. So we're in a really cool, I've used the word pivot a lot during this conversation, but pivotal moment, I think in all of the areas right now. So it's just going to be really interesting to see how it shakes out. And I just know that as long as I'm aligned with excitement and with like knowing that everything feels good in that moment, I know it's right. So it's just staying on track with that and not getting too caught up in the heady. Oh, I should be doing this or I should be doing that. Mm -hmm. Gosh, you're such an inspiration because you are this like goddess and understanding the duality of things. And like, you know, I, I always talk about on this podcast being present and productive. And I know productive is more of a masculine word. Maybe eventually I'll, I'll change that out a little bit. I like but. the word productive though, because it's like, it, it does, it provides you with that opportunity to say, Hey, yes, it's the masculine. Like let's set the goal and let's achieve the goal. But also what that's, there's no difference between Athena showing up in the boardroom and being like, listen, I'm going to get my Aphrodite on later on. So let's get stuff done now. I think it's amazing. (laughs) Exactly. Yes. That's exactly how I view it. And I think it's so awesome that you're going through that just like us, no matter what do they say? They say new level, new devil, right? I think that's the phrase, (laughs) whatever, whatever that is, but it's like, but really it's the same thing. It's like, no matter what level you get to, it's all the same stuff that comes up every time for all of us. And when we can give ourselves that grace and that space and that understanding, I think that that's what helps us live our life with joy, which is what you said at the beginning was your focus all the time is how can I have more joy? And if putting your toes in the sand with the kiddos and spending time there is it, then that's it. And if, uh, also crushing it with your business and sharing the tools that, you know, are so helpful, is it for the other women? Then that's it too. So Jillian, I so appreciate you coming on and chatting with me. This was so much fun to just learn more about your mindset, what's going on in your world and getting to chat with you. Cause you are just a gem. All of your stuff will be linked in the show notes. So the true you school and the true you tent, all of that people can find and your Instagram and any other way. Is there any other way that would be a good next step for people to connect with you? No, that's just it. If you go to the website, essentially there's always a link that will bring you to the application page, but jillianbolands.com forward slash application is like the quick, the quick, easy thing. But I, I like exploring people's websites too, because it allows for people to like, really like step into their home. That's on the digital plane. Right. And like, I think we, as entrepreneurs put so much love and heart into our creations and creating those web pages is a devotional practice really to your business. So go check it out. Thank you. And I mean, you are so magnetic and so wonderful. The ripple effect that you are making for moms is just profound. And I'm so grateful. I'm, I mean, to have been introduced to you and to have been talking with you the way that we have been. And then like now having this conversation, I'm just such 
a fan. So thank you so much. You are so sweet. Thank you. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode. Want more? Make sure you subscribe and review so you don't miss a thing. Ready to become more self-assured and grounded and get that strategy, support, and self-care that you need to be the best mompreneur that you can be? Make sure you click the link below so that you can apply for our upcoming retreat.